sometimes in Minnesota we joke about the, uh, the mosquitoes. The good thing about all the cold is we, I haven't seen a mosquito for, for a good month at least. Uh, how about you? But uh, um, the thing with mosquitoes is I wonder why Noah took them on the ark. <laughs> and why he didn't just... But mosquitoes feed bats. So I asked the question, so why did Moses, or why did Noah take mosquitoes on the ark? To feed the bats. Why did he take bats? Only God knows, but bats eat mosquitoes. So it seems like a bad cycle there. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> But we, we can joke about that. Today is a day of joy, of course, because tomorrow we enter Lent. <laughs> Eat, drink, be merry, for tomorrow we fast. But uh, how Noah, being told by God to, uh, to enter into that ark, and we know that that ark is, a, first of all, a foreshadowing of the church, that God is going to uh, save us through the church, save us through the ministry of Jesus Christ, who's going to claim us. Uh, we, we hear in Luke's gospel, at least, of Jesus sending out the disciples then two by two instead of going onto the ark. He's sending them two by two out to proclaim the gospel, to proclaim the good news. But to go back, and because we, uh, our ordinary time is interrupted by Lent uh, uh, in a good way, um, we won't continue this and we won't hear, but we know uh, reading the, the book of Genesis what happens, that Noah enters that ark, he closes it off, there uh, it rains and it rains and it rains. Uh, everything is uh, uh, miserable and, and how then when the ark settles on Mount Ararat, they come out and Moses, or uh, Moses, Noah uh, exits the ark offers some of the very same clean animals that he had preserved and saved. How many in that time? The ark must have been really a mess at that time. We're not going to talk about the elephants right now, uh, but uh, the uh, dung beetles would have been, enjoyed it. But, um, but he sacrifices, and God makes a promise that never again will I destroy the entire earth with water. I find that funny. Now it is a little tongue-in-cheek. He promised never to destroy the earth with water again. He never said anything with fires or volcanoes or uh, molten ash or anything like that. But why water? Because water is foreshadowing baptism. And this is what the great season of Lent is geared towards to, for those that are entering into the church in the sacrament of baptism, that this season of Lent is a 40-day retreat for them, that as they are uh, preparing, but for us who have already been baptized, it's a chance for us to remember we have been baptized, that we, like Moses, have been saved from water, through water, from destruction. And God sees us, while he looked at the rest of humanity in Noah's day and saw how depraved they were, he sees us and sees how his son is saving us, is loving us, is changing us, is transforming us, and brings us into that ark and keeps us safe. So while the story of Noah and the ark foreshadows our salvation, to go back and remember and I think that idea of that leaven uh, that we hear in today's gospel is, is still there, that even though God had done this and had worked through Noah, that how quickly we see after the disembarking of the ark, things devolve again 
After all, we have Sodom and Gomorrah after the ark, or we have murders continuing after the ark. We hear prostitution after the ark, all these things after the ark. That God did not destroy the leaven of malice in the human heart. Not yet. That takes the cross. That takes the crucifixion. And even then, again, this gospel passage, beware of the, the, the leaven, and I think he, we could use the word malice just as well. Beware of that littleness, that, uh, that evil that, that lurks in the human heart that, that grows and, and sours the whole, uh, the whole loaf. Beware of that. And even after the death and resurrection of Jesus, of course, we know that there's still much more work to do. So while this is a day of feasting and rejoicing and uh, preparing for the fast that is ahead of us, it's also a day to remember that we're not quite there yet. We still are unfortunately prone. And let us not be like the disciples, though, and, and not miss the warning that Jesus is trying to give. It's he's, they're, they're thinking with their own bellies. Maybe today we are, too. Maybe there's a good reason to fast. So we get away from our bellies, our stomachs, our minds, our brains, our fleshiness, and remember that God is doing something in us and to let him do that work in us.